Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast for the worry work, the negative Nancy, the defeatist, the killjoy, the squeamish, the bundle of nerves, the cowards, the cravens, the dastards, the curs, the funks, and the poltroons, where every week we give you a reason to panic. This week's reason to panic is Castorium. But before we get into Castorium, I figure we can introduce everybody who's here. We've got Eli, who is currently in, uh, where are you, Eli? Currently in sunny Southern California, where it is at least 107. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that's warm. I'm in Kentucky. <laughs> this is Randall Floyd, and it's, it's, uh, it's like... 90 degrees here but we are a little more humid i think mm-hmm. yep 90 in kentucky is going to be <clears throat> going to be a solid 101 102 here in socal oh man and then we've got tyler mason where where are you currently tyler um i am also in kentucky although on the other side of the state so this week we represent three different time zones on this podcast um but uh, in case you're wondering it is sunny 88 degrees outside um, mm. I felt every one of them as I've been working on my truck, uh, most of the morning. So it was nice to take a little bit of a break <laughs> and join you guys. Very nice. Well, to, just to get into the topic, I thought I would just rattle off some quick facts in case our listeners don't know what Castorium is. And I would wager that there's probably a high percentage that are not familiar with this term, although you may have heard of castor oil. So here you go. First, castor actually means beaver in Latin. Um, and if you're wondering, a castorium comes from beavers, so it's, it's fitting. Um, and today we're specifically looking at a specific part of the beaver, and this would be the castor sac. And this specific uh, gland is actually located near the base of the beaver's tail. It carries the scent of vanilla, raspberry, and other floral hints. It's also used to mark their territory on mounds they construct at the edge of their, their home turf. You can actually, this is kind of gross, but you can actually, if you're close enough, meaning probably within 10 to 30 feet or so, you can actually hear the beaver secrete castorium um, if you're standing nearby. Hmm. I, <laughs> yeah. I, that's got to be one of those <laughs> memorable sounds. <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, imagine being one who can who can hear a sound and go, oh, oh, I, I hear, I hear secretion near the anus of this of this beaver you, you would be one in a billion probably <laughs> maybe you'd be one of one of those those phd candidates who wrote the article that i read for today's topic <laughs> how would you go about um, how would you go about expressing that that beaver just i mean you couldn't say the beaver just castrated right that that just sounds wrong like how how would you describe that <laughs> Well, you, you, you messed up the syllables. If we're, we're having syllabic intent here, you have to say castorated because it's castorium. So it's very different than castrated, which is a similar region, but, you know, a different... Slightly different Different action, different, uh, different, action, different result. Oh. The secretion itself, though, it's fatty and waxy and waterproof, and these beavers use it to waterproof their fur. 
And if you're interested in how a beaver is feeling, it carries information about that specific beaver's health. I can't imagine being able to sniff it and see if that beaver has a cold, but I'm, I mean, that sounds like that's what's going on. Um, and beavers, they love the smell of the stuff. And when they smell another beaver's castorium, they do what Jeff Foxworthy calls a courtesy sniff. They have to go and smell it. And so um, old fur trappers would use castorium to bait more beavers so they could get their pelts and their castorium. Mm, wow. So it's very interesting. And I thought I would read for you the definition of, of what castorium actually is because um, only an intellectual can put it this way, and I, I'm definitely not on this level. So here you go. Castorium extract is a natural product prepared by direct hot alcohol extraction of castorium, the dried and macerated castor sac scent glands and their secretions from the male or female beaver. You know, it's, it's, it's so hard to believe that now, now coming into this episode, I, I have to admit, I was ignorant to castorium completely. Now that I know what it is, I'm a little horrified by by some of the foods that I like. And it makes me wonder, you know, I'm sure people listening are like, well, what the heck does castorium have to do with food? Yeah, right. So here's the setup. There's actually a specific paragraph in the FDA's regulations that addresses castorium and the FDA is the Food and Drug Administration. So they address it. So they're sticking it in something that is edible. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, and in case you're wondering what those things could possibly be, they come because of obviously the smell and things generally smell how they taste unless you're you know eating something unpleasant. But there's a there's a fruity flavor, strawberry, raspberry, and actually people use it as a substitute for vanilla. Ooh, we like straight castorium. Well, they probably distill it down into something that is um, more less disgusting. What's worse? What's worse? Like pure raw castorium or like processed castorium? Because I don't know which is worse. I imagine that that um, castorium, like the pure stuff is like eating concentrated orange juice. Like you'll mm. just get a pop of, of, of strawberry or something. <laughs> I, dare you to, I dare you to try. Oh, wow. man. So like I said, the reason that you should panic, and, and this is something you were talking about, Eli, is this, this is legitimately in food. It's, it, it almost led to the extinction of the beaver in the 1800s because it was sought after because of its ability to enhance flavors. Like it was seen as a magical flavor enhancer magical yeah i'm thinking one, the same thing <laughs> one guy was actually he said castorium is going to be the end of all beavers so i mean that's that's what it was thought so wow. i mean I, I don't know what do you think like okay well here hold that because there's one more the the, the, the paragraph in the fda's regulations it finishes with this it says let me find it. Oh, castorium is listed on your ingredient list, not as castorium. So you don't even know if it's in your food because it's listed as a natural flavor. It's a, it, well, is, I guess I suppose it is it's natural. A natural flavor. It's natural. It is. <laughs> it's natural in the way that stomach acid is natural. But are we putting <laughs> stomach acid in food? Honestly, maybe we are because I didn't know we were putting beaver anal secretions in food in food either. So you know, maybe there, maybe that does exist. So I, I don't know. I mean, on the panic scale, it, it, it's up there. Yeah, it is up there. 
It's in so many things. It's in it's in uh, if you're if you're someone who drinks, it's in alcoholic beverages because yeah. it's in like some of the things that flavor them. It's in it's in all kinds of candy, soft candy, hard candy, chewing gum, the gelatin based candy. It's, it's like it's, it's that stuff is loaded with this with this castorium. Yeah. Oh. When I learned about this stuff about three years ago, I I swore off naturally flavored raspberry anything. Oh my gosh. So just so you know, um, I'm looking at this list here of, of parts per million. So in alcoholic beverages, it, it, apparently it's the it's the highest. Um, 94 parts per million is beaver anal secretion in your drink. So hey, look, you know, bottoms up. I mean, if you're if you're if you're drinking bottoms up, there's a there's a there's a pun there, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> well played. Oh man, <laughs> I would panic. This is a reason to panic, a legitimate reason to panic because I'm eating something that I didn't even know was real. And now that I know it's real, I am panicking because now I'm, <laughs> I, I want to look at ingredients on my food, but if I'm just going to see natural flavors, am I going to, should, should I be terrified? Well, you, you, you should be terrified, but there is a little bit of relief that I'll, I'll, I'll give you at the end. <laughs> um, well, okay. I know. I'm but, looking forward to it. You should, you should be terrified because, I mean, it's there. It's there for sure. It says here that no food manufacturer will divulge the info to you um, as far as what, um, what their, like which products they have that contain castorium if you contact them. They're not going to tell you. Yeah, which is one of the really frustrating things about the food industry. Like it makes me mad that they won't tell me that there's horse hoof or rat fur or chicken heads or mm -hmm. beaver butt. Like they won't tell me any of that stuff. <laughs> like it's, it's enough to make me want to, to kill all of my own food, to grow it and kill it. Like whether it's a cow or maybe I'll harvest my own beavers, but I'm not going to, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just frustrating. That's, so that's like that, next level homesteading right there. It's producing your own castorium. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they don't, we don't kill beavers anymore for their castor sacks. We, we milk them. We milk them. Think, just think about what you just said for a second. Well, that's what it says. You, you got to do that, and then you milk them by Someone, I don't know. There is a person. There is a person who's got gloves on, who is milking these caster sacks for a maybe living. We, maybe we need to talk to Mike Rowe because that sounds like a major at a tech school. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and that could be his new episode of Dirty Job Studies. <laughs> go to the beaver farm oh my gosh <laughs> and and now it's like when i look at when i whenever i'm, I'm i'll see whenever i see a beaver now I, I feel like i'm gonna have lots of compassion on them you should have compassion on them. but i'm also gonna be like low-key angry like <laughs> you know what i eat from you like i, I eat some nasty stuff that you make <laughs> oh my gosh imagine if the beavers knew if they really knew what we were doing with their caster sex <laughs> maybe they were the ones that campa campaigned from uh, hunting for pelts and castorium to milking maybe they're the real like top of the food chain i mean yeah, think they, we're eating their rear end secretion and, and yet we have the gall to say we're on top yeah who's got the last laugh now right right <laughs>
I'm looking at these comments in some of these articles. <laughs> All it is is people going, oh my gosh, this is disgusting. <laughs> no one knows about this, man. Nobody. And that's that's oh. really, I mean, that's why I wanted to talk about it was less, I mean, oh, it's funny and it's gross and people are eating this and have been eating this for years, but it's, it's, a, it's a legitimate problem. Like there's no disclosure and they're refu- the, the food companies are refusing to disclose any of this stuff. Yeah, it says here that they, that they won't. It says that they intentionally say that they don't use castorium, but the reason they say that is because they're 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 essentially deflecting because their vendors um, more than likely use it uh, in in the actual production of parts of their parts of these ingredients um, for food. So that's sort of how they get around it. If if pressed, they'll say no. But huh. what they what they won't tell you is that their vendors likely use it, their suppliers. Yeah, well, and it's for sure. I mean, it's 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 a little more difficult to get now than it used to be, and so it's probably not in quite as much food as everyone as as it maybe at first glance from what we're looking. So at. So it's a delicacy now. It's it's more of a delicacy. Well, at least according to the the some of the source material that I read. So, um, the industry comp- con- consumption is low. It's maybe three hundred pounds annually for castor castorium used as vanilla, and uh, natural vanilla is 2.6 million pounds annually. So, I mean, there's a significant difference, at least in vanilla, but I don't know about any of the other things like raspberry flavoring. I, d- I don't know how mm-hmm. far a drop of castorium goes. Like it could be used to flavor a million popsicles. I, I don't even know. Oh, so I wonder if, if it's in trace amounts, like micro amounts, then maybe that's like, I see, but here's the thing. It doesn't make it any, any less gross for me. It, it could be, it could be one part per million. It could be, you know, seven, 700,000 parts per million. And it's equally as gross to me, mm-hmm. but here's the thing. The foods that are flavored with it are so delectable and delicious that it's like, it just is easy to, to just let it slide because the, the foods can be so good. Yeah. Well, and, and you could take the, you know, the, uh, that nihilistic point of view and just say, well, we don't ever know what's in any of them. At least we know it's not for, you know, some poison from mm-hmm. you know something that that they modified it's it's a natural it's, source it's quote-unquote natural it's, it's, right yeah it's there and, and, and we eat worse so what's what's wrong with eating some castor oil oh my gosh i just in my mind i just i just had this image of like bear grills like yeah. someone surviving in the wild that's like this is a this is a tasty treat if you encounter a beaver in the wild just, <laughs> just extract a little castorium from their bottom it's rich with vitamins. <laughs> That's right, vitamin C. <laughs> Gross. Oh my gosh. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you a question, Tyler. The if it does it matter how much castorium is in what you eat? That's we were kind of talking about. Like I, I had said, it, to me, it doesn't matter if it's one part per million in whatever treat I'm eating that's raspberry flavored or vanilla flavored, or if it's 700,000 parts per million, it, to me, it's equally as disgusting. Now, obviously I'm probably more likely to eat the thing that's one part per per million, but still it it's in there and it's gross, but the foods are so good that I find myself sort of at times not caring because, you know, delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just eating something delicious. Let me uh, answer your question here with a few more tidbits, okay? Um, okay. So according to 
uh, Scientific American blog, you will eat on average one to two pounds of flies, maggots, and other bugs each year without even knowing it. Okay. Okay. And, stop. And, just stop. And here's here's I, no this, uh, this is this is from the FDA. Mercy. Okay? <laughs> A 16 ounce jar of peanut butter in your pantry is allowed by FDA to contain up to 136 insect parts before it's deemed contaminated. Okay. Ugh. Chocolate. Chocolate, according to the FDA, 4.4 ounces can have up to 74 insect fragments. Pasta. This is my personal favorite. 225 insect fragments per 225 grams. That's one insect, insect fragment per gram in pasta. Put that in perspective. That's Ugh. about uh, 75 insects per quarter cup. So, you know. Come on. In, Come in, on. <laughs> in answer to your question, you know, I think this is one of those things that, uh, like you said, it, it, it tastes good. We didn't know it was there. I'm probably, like, I'm going to shelve this information in the back of the brain somewhere the next time that somebody rolls by me with, you know, something that's strawberry or raspberry flavored. I'll be like, ooh, it's a, you know, it's a, a jelly-filled donut, and, and I'll go for it. So that's, that's me. Mm. That's a lot of that's a lot of disgusting information. <laughs> well, and that's actually why I wanted to talk about this because we don't know it. Like that's what happens when you have the industrial complex taking care of everybody's food supply. Like there's just you can't get yeah. around the fact that there are trillions and trillions of insects all over the place. And there's all kinds of disgusting things that have been used because nobody cares because it tastes good and right. you know money drives it and if you can get something that's sweeter than sugar uh, then they do it. And so it's, it's, you know, it, that's, that's the real reason of panic. It's not that there's castorium in your food. It's that the FDA, our government allows all of this other stuff and doesn't require that people talk about it or that they mention that it's in there, you know, publicly, like there's, there's not really much transparency when it comes to this kind of thing. And that's really the part that kind of bugs me. I mean, I'm, that's I'm right. all about me too. Government. <laughs> the government is going to if the government, <laughs> I'm glad you got it. If the government is is gonna, if the government's gonna step in and and say this is okay, and they're not gonna make it, you know, just so that you have to. I, I don't know. I, I it just it just makes me upset that that they can't that they they aren't willing to police more than they are, but maybe it doesn't matter. Well, at least you to know, them. It, 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 it doesn't. And, and here's my two cents on the, the whole thing in, in seriousness to Eli's question. Whenever I can find food where the ingredients list is filled with things I can pronounce, I will buy that hands down every time. I shouldn't say every. Every time I can think of, I will buy that over something else. And I think that it's going to come down just to the consumer starting to become educated as to what is actually being consumed in the food that I eat. Because Look at ice cream, for right. example. I dare you to go and, and Google the ingredients, the, the chemistry names that you get, and you're going to find that there's all sorts of fragments for who knows what that are in those things that oh, I can't read the ingredients list, so I'm just going to trust that it's good for me because the FDA has signed off on it. When you said, go look at ice cream, I was with you. And then you started talking about all the bad things that happen once you learn about ice cream, <laughs> and then you, you lost me. <laughs> 
Well, then I'm going to follow that up then. So what if I made you a batch of brownies and then I put a dog turd in the corner, but I didn't tell you which corner. It was just like <laughs> the size, the size, the size of the, the tip of my finger. And then I said, it, it's, it's only in this area. If you eat the other parts, you probably won't get any dog turd. Like, would you touch that, pl- that, that pan of brownies? Uh, I would. You know, remember Star Wars when, when Han Solo, he says, never tell me the odds. <laughs> I, I, that's how I feel right now. Like, like I, I, I almost, I think ignorance is bliss. Like, just give me my delicious, yummy food and don't tell me what's in it. <laughs> and then maybe I'll just be happy in life. The answer is no, I wouldn't touch any brownie. I wouldn't touch nor, the nor should you. side either. You should probably wash your hands, even though you didn't touch the brownies. Like, I might punch <laughs> you in the face for even trying, but but I know I'd give you a hug afterward. But but still, no, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't tell you the next time I made brownies. Then, if you punched me in the face, <laughs> <laughs> if you make brownies again and then you bring them over, I may or may not try. I may or may not eat any. Let Randall eat first and eat from that side. I'll eat from all four quarters. <laughs> what's, what, what scale? What, let's talk about scales here. Let's, let's, I mean, how, how big of a reason is this to panic? Well, I think <laughs> it's hard. For me, it's, it's probably, well, it, like it, it's, it's the same as the other times we've spoken about scales. Like it depends on what specifically is getting, like if I'm talking about, castor oil or castorium being inside my my stuff like i will avoid it on purpose like for me it's it's high enough on there that that i will i mean yeah but on the panics i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna raise cane i'm not gonna uh go and and protest maybe i would if it got pervasive but i mean for me it's like a four or a five on a really rough day Mm-hmm. Like, say my dad died, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then I learned about on a heavy castorium day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's where I am. That's fair enough. That's fair uh, enough. See, Tyler, what about you? I, I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna rate this one from the position of the beavers. That's that's a hundred. That's all the reasons to panic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 but. I would panic if someone tried to do that to me. Yeah, if someone tried to uh, to milk milk me from there, I would. I don't know what would happen. Can you imagine from the beaver's perspective? Like after the first time, anytime you hear somebody slap a latex glove on their wrist, you're scared. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh man! Uh, in, in seriousness, from from a human standpoint, though, I, like I said, I'm I'm part of the placated mob. I think when it comes to some of that. If I can try and have something like I mentioned earlier that I can pronounce all the ingredients, I know what's in it, um, I'm going to eat it. But if I can't find an alternative and it's something that I want, I, I'm, I'm going to succumb to the taste buds. I just – I will. I, I would not put this very high as a reason to panic. Maybe a two or three. I'm going to succumb to the secretion. Got it. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, Tyler, I, we have to reevaluate our friendship. Um, <laughs> but it's um, – you know, but so 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 I would uh, no. You're right though. And here, in, in, in on if if I'm being honest, I, I'm I'm pretty much I'm kind of this in the same place. Um, it's like, well, what's more important to me? Um, uh, you know, enjoying my food or, or being miserable all the time. Um, but but I, I, I'm kind of like like both of you. I'll, I'll avoid I'll avoid bad ingredients if I can 
if I can, I'll avoid the stuff that I know I shouldn't eat. Um, but if it's just as natural flavors and it, it looks pretty benign from the ingredients list, if it has castorium in it, uh, then it, uh, then I guess it just has castorium in it. And, and I've been eating it this long. I mean, we eat weird things. We, we eat, we eat chicken embryos for breakfast. I mean, we, we eat some weird <laughs> stuff already. We eat rotten milk, sub cheese, right? So like, it's not, it's, it's not that we don't eat bizarre stuff already, but, uh, so what you know? What's one more? What's one more thing? So for me, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a three point five one. Um, I'm probably gonna keep eating, uh, but if I know it's in there, I'm probably gonna avoid it. Well, there you have it. This has probably been one of the more enjoyable uh, episodes to some degree. I certainly Maybe feel I feel like a, I feel like a teenage I feel like a teenage boy again talking about all this stuff. <laughs> and it was great. It's like. I have permission. I have per because you know who's going to stop me right now. <laughs> I get all the toilet humor I want. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for thanks for joining uh, joining us in this uh, episode of Losing the Panic, and tune in next time uh, for another Losing the Panic. We'll see you later.